Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What are you guys doing here? What are you doing here? Wait, are you doing a podcast right now? Welcome to the Robin Holly Show podcast. The album is amazing, by the way. Let's just start off by that. Do you, because when I was listening to it, I was like, this is me in my car on full blast singing very badly by the way <laughs> um but pretending my voice is yours when you're making the album is that how you're choosing songs or is that kind of what your gauges for this particular project because that's i think what is going to happen to every girl we're all going to turn it up in our cars and sing loudly uh, I mean, I think for this project it was definitely you know in in the forefronts of our minds um First and foremost, like I was like, I just want to have fun. I want to I want to sing songs that make me happy. And, um, you know, I want to think ahead to being able to perform these songs on tour and be in front of people again and have an arena full of people. Um, you know, I wanted to I wanted to make songs for those moments. Um, but, yeah, we, we wanted people to have fun. It, it's time for everyone to just have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you're doing it because the Vegas residency, by the way, um, I'm just seeing it on social media and I'm like, oh my God, like, so now 2023, I have to make a trip to come see you because yeah. it looks amazing. And there's so many different layers and all this stuff. Are you, um, I think my question on that is, are you learning anything by doing Vegas? Is it opening you up to do more, uh, I guess, different things that maybe you couldn't do um, on a regular tour? Uh, well, I think in terms of Vegas, you know, it was, um, very important to, you know, think of it as a show and not necessarily a concert, um, which was just a different way of thinking. You know, we wanted like Vegas just has this certain standards of, um, putting on a show and, you know, I wanted to be me, but then I wanted it to, to look like it belonged there as well. Um, so we had a lot of fun, you know, planning that and performing that. And we did do some things that we've never really done before. I've never had, you know, dancers on stage with me, um, in like a tour situation or a show situation before, um, we had aerialists, we had, you know, these big, uh, moments in the show that, you know, were kind of bigger than life and, um, things like that. So I, I do feel like it will, um, some of that will probably bleed over into, uh, putting on our, our tour. Um, because I, I love the concept of a show versus, um, a concert. I, I was going to ask that because I was like, what kind of elements are you like, we have to do that on the tour coming up. Is there anything that you can say for sure? You're like, this definitely will happen. 
Um, I mean, we're still, we're still planning things and, um, mapping things out, but I, I wouldn't be surprised if I'm a bit aerial here and there. Um, I feel like that's something that is just super fun. And, um, I mean, I, I've, I've done things like that in, uh, previous tours. Like we always find some way to, um, to fly, but, uh, I I feel like we will probably do something interesting when it comes to that. And the Vegas costumes and stage clothing. I'm like, oh my God, do you have a favorite? So I wanted to ask favorite because everything you always wear, I'm just like, this is like the dream, like dream, like when you're dressing up your Barbies, like these are the clothes that you want for your Barbies. What, um, what is your favorite from the Vegas shows? Like what stage costume did you have that's your favorite well I definitely feel like overall you know the the Vegas wardrobe is my favorite that we've we've ever done um uh in a you know concert type setting um so I I look forward to to taking stuff like that but it's all very different you know they're different acts have different feels and I have like kind of big poofy dresses I have things that are a little more rock and roll um there's there's a lot of me in the wardrobe like personal pieces that I had in my closet that I brought and um I collect like vintage tees and I had um um, like big, you know, Guns N' Roses t-shirts. And I had one that was like Patty Loveless and um, just kind of a random assortment of, of t-shirts and I'll buy them even when they're huge. Um, and we'll make like rompers out of them. Um, and those are really fun. It's fun to take something that it was in my closet. That's mine. I bought it because I wanted it and I loved it. And we um, transformed it into, you know, something for a show. Do you have a favorite that you've worn at the Grand Old Opry, for example, is that you're like, oh, I will always remember this dress. This is my favorite. Well, I'm very particular when it comes to Opry wardrobe. Um, you know, you see pictures on the wall um, or, you know, just, you know, looking up things about the Grand Old Opry. And I feel like the women always um, dressed in a certain caliber and um it was very rhinestones. It was very shiny. You know, it was a kind of a certain kind of dress. And I, I love trying to carry that legacy on. Um, Cause they were just so beautiful to me, you know, growing up, seeing those pictures. And like I said, now just looking at the pictures in the halls. So um, most of my, my Opry dresses are like kind of poofy. Um, it's like, it's the thing. It's like when I'm looking through dresses, I'll be like, that's an Opry dress. And you just know it when you see it. Um, I don't know if I have an absolute, absolute favorite one that I've ever worn there, but they're all very, they're chosen specifically for a purpose. I, I really enjoy like when I see the pictures and stuff and I'm like, oh my God, like, so just um, as someone who likes poofy, glittery, you know, sparkly dresses, I appreciate that effort that goes into it. Um, I want to talk about um, your kids for a minute. Are they understanding your job yet? Or are they still kind of at that age, like, um, I think Isaiah is seven Seven. now. Does he, does he, is he kind of getting it? Uh, I feel like he, he probably didn't until he was, um, going to school. Mm -hmm. Um, and I feel like other kids would be like, I saw your mom on TV or we listened to your mom's songs on the way to school or whatever it was. Um, I feel like he didn't really realize it until other people kind of pointed it out to him. Yeah. Um, it's always those other kids. I know it's not in a bad way. You know, <laughs> no, I'm, I know. I'm just I'm, kidding. It's all good. But, um, you know, it, it's, uh, I feel like the light bulb starting to turn on in his head that what I do isn't normal. 
Yeah. I think the, one of the um, times when I met you, we talked about, cause our, my son is five. So we have kind of in that same range about the, what they are finding and liking, like, like blippy, like my kid loved blippy for the longest time. Did you, have you gone, are you in the blippy phase we, we, with Jacob? We, yeah. We went through the blippy phase. We are mm-hmm. on the other side now. <laughs> Is there anything though that you find yourself singing and you're like, oh my God, are you serious? Like that's kind of like earwormed into like that's a kid's song. I mean, I I know the Blippy theme song. Um, my kids would would both uh for a while, they still do it occasionally. Um, but it's like Isaiah would watch like Power Rangers and then yeah. he would be like, I want can you can you play Power Ranger songs in um the car? And it is a thing. Like there are lots of songs like on you know Apple Music or whatever, um, that you can um you can look, you can just type in Power Rangers and lots of stuff will pop up. So we would go through that phase. We would go through like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle songs, like just different things that he would see like on TV and he would just want the songs. Sometimes it wouldn't even be stuff that he actually watched. Like it'd be something that he heard about somewhere and would get stuck on. Um, um, the I'm kids the have terrible taste in music. <laughs> so, you're, so you're never like, hey, do you like this one? And then we'll put that one on the album if, if they like it because they no, do no, I've listened to power rangers at all yeah every ghostbuster um yeah yes variation and every we power were in a, we were in a ghostbuster phase for a while oh my sure. god it's it's oh do you feel like this is ruining my ear right now for music I do worry I do worry <laughs> I want to I want to be cool I want to remain you know on trend and know yeah. what the kids are listening to these days and um not what my kids are listening to these days. <laughs> it's so funny. Well, I'm excited that you're on tour with Jimmy Allen, who has a children's book out. And that's what I wanted to know is if that's anything that you've maybe thought about. Writing a children's book? Yeah. I mean, I wrote um, I wrote a book, a book book. Yeah, and, a book, uh, a real, like a real book. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was really hard. I somehow think writing a children's book might be even harder. Um so I don't know. I don't know where I would start with that. Yeah. I Well, I agree. Cause I keep, it's on my bucket list to write a children's book and I like have notes and all this stuff. And I, yeah. it's really difficult because you have to be like smart and it's concise and no. to think about pictures. It's like a whole, it's a whole right. thing. You're like, what's, um, what's the theme? What lesson are we teaching? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want to talk about when you brought up guns and roses and obviously stagecoach, like, Oh my God. I was there. And I was like, what is happening right now? It was amazing. I was like, we are witnessing like, like a moment, like a true, like musical event. Like that's what it felt like is it had to have felt like that on the stage. And like, how does it even happen? Like, how, do you see him out and about somewhere? And you're like, Hey, like, this will be fun. Or Just ran into him at the grocery store and was yeah, like, like no. your cart banged into his car and you're like, we should, <laughs> we should do some music together. Um, no, I mean, I've, I've been covering Guns N' Roses, um, for many, 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 many years. And, um, 
it's one of those things that I've kind of been asking for a long time. Um, and it was just the stars didn't line up as they were supposed to in those moments. But um, I was like, I'm gonna keep asking. Um, and finally, um, I feel like it was just the right, the right time, the right moment, the right, um, the right stage, you know, it was such a huge, incredible audience. And um, yeah, it just the, the stars lined up and he said yes. And um, he came and um, we got to have rehearsal time and I got to, you know, spend some, to spend some time as a fan getting to be around him. Well, and uh, yeah. And, and it was one of those moments that is, I was like, I'm, this is for me right now. Like, I, I know there's an audience out there. I know they're going to be loving every second of this, but I feel like for, you know, a, a few minutes, it's, it's like me living out my dream. Um on that stage. I'm so glad you said that. Cause that's what I thought when I was watching it. Cause I was like, she's got to love this right now because at one moment I felt like you were just like a fan, like one of us, you know, but you just happened to be on the stage. Like for sure. Just, yeah. It was just absolutely amazing. So even in rehearsals, I was like, I'm, this is my, this is my time. And it was like, we were in stage in front of 75,000 people um, in rehearsals to me. Cause I was just, soaking in every moment and he's just absolutely wonderful yeah it was absolutely i've just i just want to compliment you on it because it's good but let's okay let's go back to talk about the album i want to talk about ghost story it's the only song um that you didn't completely write on it like how what made that one so special than the other ones? <laughs> well, I will by I that will one. Say, I will say I have no, I really have no ego when it comes to like writing songs. Um, I live in Nashville, Tennessee, for goodness sakes. And we have some of the most incredible songwriters in the world that live right here. And um, I love to write. I love to go in. I love to see what we can come up with. But if at the end of the day, and I say this every time, I'm like, if at the end of the day, you know, I've, I'm in a funk and I'm not writing well, um, I am so more than willing. Everybody else sending me great songs that I had nothing to do with great I want to make the the best album that I possibly can I want songs that I can connect with and I can connect with songs that I didn't write um that said uh I did write all but one of the of these and I I did love that song I love the musicality of it um I felt like it didn't sound like anything else that's on the radio mm -hmm. right now um it is a vocally challenging song which I like um, and it's very just visual when you listen to it. I feel like you can yeah. play a movie in your head and, uh, that led me to be like, okay, we can do a lot with this before the album comes out. You know, if, if I am going to perform it on things like various award shows or TV shows or whatever it is, um, I feel like we can do a lot with it, um, as from a performance standpoint. So it just made sense to me to be the first one. And, um, now I feel like when the album comes out, everybody's listening to it. I feel like we can go any, any amount of directions with whatever comes next. Um, but that one was a good pillar to start with. I, you mentioned vocally that you like a challenge. Is there anything that you are like, I'm not touching that. Like there's, there's nothing, right? Um, I mean, as far as like, I know my limitations and I'll use something from my last album as kind of a, um, like a, an example, um, there was something I was trying to do on Cry Pretty when I was recording my vocals for it. And I kept going for it. I kept going for it. I kept going for it. And I wasn't there. Um, I was like half a step below where I needed to be because um, I was just shooting for the moon, man. 
And uh, David Garcia, my co-producer was like, well, you only have to do it once. And I said, no, I don't. Like, I'm going to have to do it every single night on tour. And uh, so that led me to be like, okay, I need to reroute and figure out something else to do um, because I won't record anything I can't actually do. I'll never, I'll never drop keys. Um, I'll never... Like if, if I'm, if I'm going for it, I'm going to go for it. I'm, it's going to be something I can go for every night. So if, if I'm recording it, I know that, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to be living like this for the next little while. Um, <laughs> I, and I, I record hard songs. So, um, a lot of times preparing for a tour, I'm like, why do I do this? Do that? <laughs> but I love it. Yeah, it's so good. I want to talk about the song velvet heartbreak. I love that. That to me, that. Um, there's so many good songs on the album, but that one, I was like, yes, it is velvet. Your voice is velvet. Can you tell us, um, the story behind that song? We always ask three questions, by the way, where were you? What were you thinking? What were you drinking? We realize a lot of hit songs have been made over water and coffee. So um, it doesn't have to be alcohol, but can you tell us the story behind that one? Yeah. I mean, um, wrote that song with David Garcia and Hillary Lindsay. And that was kind of one of the ones that in the beginning, it was one of the first ones that we wrote that I was really excited about. Um, and in writing it, like, I love the concept of like comparing a relationship to an article of clothing or buying something like at the mall, you know, there's something really interesting about that to me. Um, and then having like a velvet heartbreak, um, trying to think of what would velvet sound like, um, if it were my voice and then kind of slipping into that role and kind of playing that character and, um, trying to push myself in a different direction vocally than I feel like I've done before, um, was just a lot of fun. Uh, but we were at his, his studio at the time he's since moved, um, David's and, um, wrote that there drinking, water and coffee. <laughs> I, I caffeinate very much when I, um, when I write, um, cause I just feel like it makes my brain work faster. Uh, but I, it does. Yeah. I, I drink way too much coffee and, um, what was it? What were you thinking? What were you thinking? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was that thing, you know, trying to, how can we make doing something kind of trivial, like buying, buying a dress? Um, how can we make that the relationship and we we ended up with some really cool lines for sure um, yeah I, that way. I really love it and I have one more question and we like to know who makes you laugh if you have a favorite stand-up comedian or favorite actor that's super funny in movies who makes you laugh um right now um I love um I'm gonna say his name so wrong I know I am Nate Nate Bargetsy oh, Bar- is that right Bargetsky. Bargetsky. You know who I'm talking about. It's not Getsky. Yeah. It's not ski. No. Bar-getsky. Rob, if Rob was here, he would say it correctly because he um uh always the makes, Tennessee kid. Yes, he always like he's like, no, he corrects me all the time on it. He's like, no, there's no ski in it. It's yeah, yes. it's, it's spelled like Bargates, I think. But it's yes. like Bargetsky. Yes, he's so um, funny. And he's he clean. Is super funny. He's super funny. We were at like a charity event not too long ago and we got to sit next to him. And um he's super funny in life as well because he's so dry. Yeah. Um, but I, I like that because I feel like that's my humor as well. So he's yeah. he's a funny guy. Coach I like him. a dry humor. Yes, he's he's amazing. And I feel like that's like been our number one favorite comedian too we keep yeah. playing him and I'm not mad about it <laughs> yeah that's good 
All right. Well, congratulations on the album and the upcoming tour. We can't wait to see you. Maybe one day a children's book. Who knows? Um, but Never know music, we'll be okay with the music until then. So thank you for the music. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Rob and Holly Show podcast. Follow us at Robin Holly Show and listen weeknights on Odyssey Country and the free Odyssey app. A-U-D-A-C-Y. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? Then you're going to want to tune in to the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.